0: The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World.
1: There have been many predictions about the end of the world over the centuries that have simply come and gone, including recent fascination over 2012. And all of them so far have been false. The world keeps spinning and life goes on. Yet from civil, financial, and political unrest, to natural disasters and extreme weather. In many ways, we do seem to be living in unique times, and the Holy Bible does speak of an end of this age. Can we know when the end will arrive? Must we be in the dark with no guidance or warning? On today's program, we'll discuss seven specific signs of the end times straight from God's inspired Word, and we'll compare those signs to what we see around us today. So stay tuned. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World. It's a pleasure to have you with us today on the program. So many false prophets and preachers have come and gone from the public stage, claiming that the end is nigh, that anyone truly and sincerely interested in what the future has in store could be forgiven for becoming a little jaded. Even recently, a popular radio preacher made headlines for predicting the so-called rapture of Christians and the end of the world in general in May of 2011, based on arcane and unjustified numerological interpretations of the Bible. Many thousands all over the world believed the predictions and donated vast sums to get the word out. When the date arrived and the world's demise didn't show up as planned, the date was moved to October 2011. Then, when the end of the world stood up everyone on that date too, the preacher admitted he was wrong and the world continued. Of course, the next year... The so-called Mayan apocalypse was all queued up and ready to take its turn on the stage. But when that end-of-the-world date in December of 2012 came and went with no asteroid colliding with the Earth or vast solar flare wiping out communications or flipping of the planet so that north was south and south was north or really any sort of calamity at all, then again, life simply moved on. The only people who may have felt as though the end of the world was in December 2012 would have been those with hangovers the next morning from partying too hard. And yet, all of these false predictions and prophecies aside, many people around the world do sense that we're in uniquely momentous times. Political upheaval across the globe, natural disasters, and increasingly volatile and violent weather. Major nations on the brink of financial collapse millions are taking notice and wondering what is going on. God's Word does say that there are end times coming to this planet. The age of mankind in which humanity ignores the God of the Bible to do things His own way and to define right and wrong however He chooses to do so, regardless of the will of Almighty God, is due to come crashing down around Him right before God the Father sends Jesus Christ back to this earth as King of kings and Lord of lords. And those days are to be so dramatic, so life-altering and world-shattering that Jesus Christ Himself said that unless God did intervene and send His Son to save mankind from Himself, that ultimately no flesh would be saved alive. Those end times are coming just as sure as the sun will rise tomorrow. Today we're going to give away free copies of one of our most fascinating offers a free DVD titled End Time Prophecy in You. This DVD is for anyone who truly wants the prophecies of the Bible and what they mean for them and their families made plain and perfectly understandable. Be prepared to note the information you need to request your copy when it comes up on your screen. Now let's consider the first of the seven signs we're going to review today. Sign number one is the decline of the United States and Great Britain and the English-speaking nations. God makes it clear that due to the mounting sins of these nations, sexual perversions, marital infidelity, lack of respect for the elderly in authority, decadence, materialism, and an increasing willingness to blatantly turn our backs on the God who blessed us and established us, terrible times are coming that will take our nations from their exalted positions of power to the depths of national despair and misery. God prophesies that without national repentance, we'll move from being the world's lenders to the world's debtors, owing our livelihoods to foreign powers. It predicts in the book of Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Ezekiel, for instance, that our militaries will degrade, our food stores will grow shallow, crops will fail, weather disasters will overtake us, foreign allies will abandon us, and eventually we'll be taken over by other nations, destitute and broken. Once the most powerful of nations of the earth, the English-speaking nations will be relegated to a place of slavery and servitude. Moreover, the end of these things will come suddenly and unexpectedly as described by Isaiah chapter 30, verses 12 through 13. Therefore, thus says the Holy One of Israel, because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perversity and rely on them, Therefore, this iniquity shall be to you like a breach ready to fall, a bulge in a high wall whose breaking comes suddenly in an instant. Devastating days ahead for our nations, unless we wholeheartedly turn to God and the end times approach. As God pleads to the prophet Ezekiel, say to them, As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked." but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? In addition to the accelerating deterioration of the United States, Great Britain, and other nations of the former British Commonwealth, a second sign of the end times will be a dramatic increase in natural disasters, famines, and disease epidemics. Discussing a period of time that he labels the beginning of sorrows In Matthew chapter 24 and verse 7, Jesus Christ says the world will experience famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. The Bible makes clear in many places that God Almighty uses the weather and other natural disasters to work His purpose here on earth. In ancient Israel, when they refused to return to their God and Creator, He said to them in Amos chapter 4, in a prophecy that has ramifications for our day as well, I also withheld rain from you. I made it rain on one city. I withheld rain from another city. I blasted you with blight and mildew. When your gardens increased, your vineyards, your fig trees, your olive trees, the locusts devoured them. Yet you have not returned to me, says the Lord. Floods in one area, drought in another, and famine striking the land due to sin. Similarly, he says in Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 2 and 3, You have polluted the land with your harlotries and your wickedness. Therefore, the showers have been withheld, and there's been no latter rain. The prophet Joel speaks of drought and wildfires as the end times approach. And as God has dealt with sin before in these ways, He will do so again. As he says in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 6, I am the Lord... I do not change. Keep these verses in mind and consider the truly dramatic weather and natural phenomenon that we're seeing now in our own world and in our own day. The scenes should still be fresh in our minds of the tragic earthquake and tsunami that caused 20,000 lives in Japan in 2011, or the death of more than 300,000 in Haiti in 2010. God's Word tells us that we'll see more and more of these earthquakes of increasing strength and ferocity and in surprising places as the end times arrive. And who among us has already forgotten the incredible images from Superstorm Sandy, which slammed into New York and New Jersey in 2012 after devastating the Caribbean? Or the freakish outbreak of tornadoes that punished the U.S. in 2011? In fact, in the U.S., 2012 was the second costliest year for natural disasters since 1980. And 2011 was the deadliest year for natural disasters since at least 1950. As reported by the Associated Press in December 2012, America's heartland lurched from one extreme to the other without stopping at normal. Historic flooding in 2011 gave way to devastating drought in 2012. The normal has changed, I guess, said U.S. National Weather Service acting director Laura Fergione. The normal is extreme. God's word says that dramatic increases in such natural disasters as well as the resultant famines and disease epidemics will be a clear sign of the approaching end of the age. Now before we go any further, let me give you a moment to request our free DVD this week, End Time Prophecy in You. The events that we're discussing today are not only biblically sure, but they'll also have an impact on you and your family personally. God hasn't left us in confusion or ignorance. He's laid out for us a plan for the years ahead. You need to know so that you and your family can prepare. This DVD is absolutely free with no cost or obligation whatsoever. It's already been paid for and no one will ask you for a donation when you call. Just call, write, or click right now to request your own free DVD on End Time Prophecy in You.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call toll-free 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back.
1: We saw in the first segment of our program that violent increases in extreme weather and natural disasters and earthquakes, as well as the dramatic decline and deterioration of the United States and British-descended nations, are signs of the coming-in times. A third sign to look for is increased rejection of God on historically unprecedented scales. Of course, in one sense, the majority of humanity has never really known the true God of the Bible. But at least there have been vestiges of knowledge of God in places, an understanding of the need for healthy marriages and families, honesty and integrity in one's dealing with his fellow man, the need to protect the weak and the innocent. As the Apostle Paul describes in the book of Romans, even those without God's laws have the benefit of certain natural principles of right and wrong that God has allowed to be present in the human conscience, a resistance to taking innocent life, a sense of justice, and a recognition of the benefits of self-control. Yet God's word declares that before the end time, even vestiges of anything considered godly or good will begin to be thrown off by a degenerating humanity who increasingly loathes its creator. The apostle Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 in verses 1 through 4, "But know this that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. He says also in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3, Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. That falling away, or as other translations render the Greek, that rebellion against God must take place, setting the stage for the end times. And we see that anti-God mindset increasing around us, don't we? Violence against children in schools isn't just taking place in the U.S., but other places as well. Children themselves are becoming more violent and heartless in a world where video games glorifying the most reprehensible of acts are considered children's entertainment. Sexual perversions of every variety are increasingly not only tolerated, but celebrated and encouraged by law. God's pattern in times past has been to allow the iniquity of a people to become complete before intervening. And as far from God as this world may have been before this generation, I cannot help, you cannot help, but see that it continues to fall even further away. And that is exactly what the Bible predicts as a sign of the end times. The decline and fall of the United States and British descended peoples is not the only national changes prophesied for the end times. Another sign we can look for as predicted by God's word is a confederacy of Arabic nations headed by a charismatic leader called in prophecy the King of the South. This leader most likely arising in North Africa or the Middle East will help provide a unity among the Arab nations and will lead them in opposition to another world power called the King of the North. We read of this confederacy and its leader in the book of Daniel chapter 11 and verse 40. At the time of the end, the King of the South shall attack him and the King of the North shall come against him like a whirlwind with chariots, horsemen, and many ships. And he shall enter the countries, overwhelm them, and pass through. The end-time conflict between the king of the north and the king of the south is a key element of prophecy, and the coming together of those Arab nations is a sign of the end times. The unrest we see in the Middle East, displayed in the images of our nightly news broadcast, the upheavals since the much-discussed Arab Spring have prophetic meaning. This reconfiguration of the Middle East is paving the way for these very prophecies. And we must watch these things. The events of the end of this age are being put into place before our very eyes. But if they're the king of the south, then who is the king of the north? That powerhouse provides the next sign of the end times, the rise of a European superpower to global supremacy. The book of Daniel tells of a dream by the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar, which had been inspired by God who also gave the interpretation to the prophet Daniel. The dream concerned a great image with a head of gold, shoulders and a chest of silver, thighs of brass and legs of iron. The iron legs ended with feet, which were composed of a mix of iron and clay. In the dream, the image is struck at the feet by a great stone of supernatural origin, which smashed the image, crushing it and allowing it to be blown away in the wind. The stone then became a huge mountain and filled the whole earth. Daniel explains that the image represented a continuous sequence of world-ruling kingdoms, beginning with Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon as the head of gold. Next in history, and as indicated by other prophecies, came the Medo-Persian Empire as the torso of silver. Then the Greco-Macedonian Empire, symbolized by the thighs of brass. And finally the Roman Empire, symbolized by two legs of iron. The stone of supernatural origin that strikes the image at its feet and grinds it to dust before filling the whole world is the kingdom of God coming with the return of Jesus Christ, which will indeed conquer all nations and rule the entire world. As indicated in the dream and in other prophecies such as Daniel 7, the legs would continue down to the feet which would be crushed by the supernatural stone, the kingdom of God, the Roman Empire would continue to experience many revivals throughout history culminating in a final revival symbolized by the feet of iron and clay that would be a world-dominating empire present at the return of Jesus Christ. The heir to that continuous line of revivals of the Roman Empire is what we see growing today in the European Union. Like a new Roman Empire, this European superpower will eventually be a political, economic, and military powerhouse in the world ahead of us and will be headed by a powerful and charismatic leader, the previously mentioned King of the North. Called the Beast in the book of Revelation, Jesus reveals that the world will marvel at this revival of the Roman Empire and will question whether anyone could make war against it or overcome it. But Europe's rise is not prophesied to be easy. One of the challenges facing the growing European superpower is a matter of unity among its nations. The vision in Nebuchadnezzar's dream ends in feet of mixed iron and clay. As Daniel explains, Whereas you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. Yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. One key element of the solution to Europe's problem of integration and unity is the next sign of the end times we should be looking for the rise of a false worldwide Christian religion. Rather than disparate versions of Christianity in hundreds to thousands of confused and bickering denominations, the Bible prophesies of an ecumenical union in a counterfeit version of Christianity led by a single individual called in Scripture the lawless one, the false prophet, and the antichrist. This individual is described in many places, such as in Revelation chapter 13. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. This false leader will deceive the entire world, appearing like the Lamb or Jesus Christ, but speaking and teaching as the dragon or the devil. Watch for the rise of this counterfeit Christianity and watch for its influence in world affairs to increase. Now before we discuss the seventh sign of the end times, I'd like to pause again to give you one more opportunity to request our free DVD, End Time Prophecy and You. This DVD is available at no charge or obligation and contains remarkable insights into how the prophecies of the Bible will play out in the years just ahead of us today and how you and your family will be affected in your lives by the events foretold in the pages of God's Word. It's an invaluable resource, and it's available at your request. Take a few moments to call, click, or write for your free copy right now. It really is completely free.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call toll-free 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. We've seen so far
1: in our program six specific world conditions that we can look for that signal the coming of the end times. And we've seen that many of these are now beginning to manifest themselves in our day and our time. The final sign of the end times we'll discuss today is given to us by Jesus Christ in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, and verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. We need to notice two things about this important prophecy from the mouth of our Lord and Savior. First, he says this gospel of the kingdom the true gospel of the kingdom of God, preaching the good news of Christ coming to this earth to rule the world with his saints in a world-spanning government based on God's laws and way of life. We strive to preach that very message on this program and in the Tomorrow's World magazine, free of charge to all who ask about it. Second, he says that it will be preached as a witness Frankly, the true message of Jesus Christ is hated by most people and will be hated by the world. Matthew 24.9 says that eventually all nations will hate those preaching the real truth in the name of Jesus Christ. They'll prefer their own ideas, their own ways, and the many false messages that are often preached in the name of Christ instead of the real message He brought. One that requires us to repent of sin, of disobeying His laws, and disregarding His word. And a message that warns this world of judgment to come at His return before the establishment of His kingdom. Jesus Christ prophesies that this prophetic message, powerful but unpopular, will be preached as a witness and as a warning for the world before the end arrives. And as the end times come upon us, this message will be preached to the nations in increasing power. All of us here at Tomorrow's World believe with all our hearts that Jesus Christ commands us as His servants to do just that. It isn't just all of us here in the studio. The entire Tomorrow's World staff and the living church of God behind it, composed of thousands of people all over the world just like you, believe in the message of Jesus Christ with everything we have. It's the support of those thousands of people whose lives have been changed by responding to the message of the kingdom of God and living according to the laws of Almighty God who make it possible for us to offer to you our materials for no charge at all, which, as our longtime viewers know, we do routinely in obedience to Christ's command, freely you've received, freely give. Those materials include the completely free DVD that we've offered today, End Time Prophecy in You. There is no charge and no one will ask you for any sort of donation. We simply see the signs of the times around us and we want to equip as many as possible to understand the momentous events unfolding in the years just ahead. In addition to requesting the free DVD that we're making available this week, you can also find a vast amount of additional information on biblical prophecy and the true teaching of the Bible at our website at tomorrowsworld.org. We invite you to visit us on Facebook and Twitter as well and, of course, right here. Join us here again next week on Tomorrow's World where Roderick Meredith, Richard Ames, Rod King, and I look forward to delivering you truths in the Bible that you simply won't see anywhere else. Take care.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call toll-free 1-800-718-4800. That number, once again, is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Tomorrow's World telecast, or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook, and be sure to follow us on Twitter. program is produced by the living church of god